In this episode, my next guest and I talked about healthier and more sustainable lifestyles, focusing more on the long term rather than what we most get caught off quick results, easy and shortcut ways to get healthy life. As we all know, everything takes time and goes down to consistency, knowing your why and more. So enjoy and learn heaps. Welcome to our show, Empower Your Life. I'm your host, Cindy Marie. I'm super excited to introduce to you to our next, to our guest, our first guest for year 2022. She's a speaker, synergy coach, specializing in nutrition and health. She's also a yoga and autogenic training teacher. She started her coaching business back in 2018. And since then, she has uh, given conferences to a large audience about nutrition uh, to talk about uh, how it impacts your health and well-being, which we will cover on this episode today. She's also awarded as the Nutritional Coach of the Year in Belgium, also Most Inspirational Healthy Living. So I'm super grateful and uh, honored to introduce to you our next guest. Here is Miss Catherine Pollitt. Hi, Catherine. Cindy, how are you? I'm happy Very to be there. Thank you, thank you once again for, for, for taking this time. And I know how much busy you are. Really, really appreciate it. So it's okay. how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. And um, so, okay, uh, how's, how's everything? How's the, how's, how's the environment? How's the situation in Belgium? Anything that you feel like it's getting better or... Well, I think it's getting better on one side. On the other side, well, it's a little bit strange still. So, but I'm optimistic. So, I'm pretty sure it will go better and better with uh, weeks going by. Yes, that's right. Um, high five for being optimistic. <laughs> so we're trying. This is why it's it's very interesting and very valuable to share content like this to all the people to to sort of gather a lot of information out there that what we can do to talk about nutrition and well-being so share with us with our viewers uh, with all the people that not having got to know you who is Catherine Pollitt how's your your coaching business started and how long have you been doing this you you mentioned I mentioned like it's 2018 so just elaborate a little bit how everything started yes so um I started first off as a yoga teacher. Uh, of, I don't even remember how many years ago. <laughs> uh, my mom was a yoga teacher, so I, I started with yoga uh, when I was a, a child, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was always into this uh, healthy living. Uh, so I imagine that uh, unconsciously I, I really took everything in, or almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't mean that you can't indulge from time to time in things you, you like eating or drinking or whatever. Uh, but the, the, the basic line is still uh, living uh, healthy. So um, a lot of people came, even when I was already a yoga teacher, came to me to, for advice uh, and with a lot of questions. And even later on, this was always something which... Uh, was present in my life. And at one point I said, okay, uh, I want to do this. I want to dig deeper into this. 
I got certified uh, from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition uh, from New York as a nutrition health coach. And this is when I started my uh, coaching uh, practice back in 2018. Awesome. And uh, how, how the, the transformation from the yoga into, into coaching? Is there any, any reason or, or sort of like a calling or situation whereby okay, I'm going to take this uh, coaching now because of a lot of people asking you for advices anyway. Is there any sort of situation whereby... I, I would say it's also the fact that uh, nutrition uh, was always something of interest uh, to me. Mm -hmm. So I was really interested uh, in the subject and I wanted to learn more. And uh, at one point I decided when my, my daughters went uh, finished school, the, the youngest one, to say, okay, now... Uh, I have more time, not that mm -hmm. I will fill my time uh, necessarily, but it's really, it gave me the opportunity to really uh, learn more and go more in depth. Uh, and this is how it started, actually. Awesome. Because I think uh, the reason why I'm, I'm asking you that, because as a coach like you, I'm also now coach for mindset. So there are a lot of people out there that are starting to sort of having the stages. For me, it's because of my environment. Uh, I always have this sort of feeling that uh, we have to shift our mindset and strengthen our emotion to because of a lot of things that happening in our lives that it's really difficult to control. But mm -hmm. if we are going to sort of uh, build that uh, strong mindset and emotion, therefore, we will be able to control our lives in, in a very fast pace. So this is why I kind of ask you, how did you sort of enroll yourself into a coaching uh, journey? So, so I mean, uh, I explained a bit uh, about the nutrition side, uh, the coaching side, it's... Uh, I'm naturally, uh, I love listening to people. Uh, and I think that you learn much more when you listen than when you talk. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm also always uh, ready to, to help if someone needs help. And so everything in some way came together. And this was really, uh, which made me uh, choose to be a nutrition health coach. Yes, interesting. I think uh, really the bottom line is that for those people, who who took the journey or who are in the journey of of coaching is really like we we love to help people yes. we, we want to transform lives and it's becoming a, a i mean it's not becoming but it's now a profession anyway and i believe that a lot of people needed for example for nutrition for you and also for yoga and also for mindset and uh, i think I'm super excited to go through with our next question that <laughs> this is why you chose the nutrition, health, and well-being. So my next question is that what are the common reasons you think why people fail to lose weight or living a healthier lifestyle? Is it like only the eating habits to work on or is there something else that most people need to consider or understand? I think there are a lot of factors. Um, on one side and on the other side, which I will talk uh, after that, is uh, how you can go back to the what I call back to basics. Mm -hmm. So we, we live in a world where uh, compared to 50 years ago, everything is fast. 
everything is quick, a lot of work. Now, uh, nowadays, mothers uh, almost all work, which was not necessarily the case 50 years ago. Yeah. So uh, for the children, it has uh, not only for the parents, but also for the children, it has already an, uh, a first impact because uh, it's not necessarily homemade food, homemade meals, uh, the mother prepared because she, she had the time to, to, to do this. Now it's really the quick solution. So uh, we put something together quick, uh, if it's already made and uh, or a takeaway, it's even better. Okay. And so I think this is one of the factors uh, where uh, there is a problem at the nutrition level, which also impacts obviously the health. And yeah. um, so this is one of the main things. Then you have also so much media uh, nowadays. I mean, we had already the advertisement and so on 50 years ago, but not uh, to the same amount we have it now. Yes. So we really are uh, seeing everywhere food, uh, yes. which is not necessarily the good uh, nutritious yes. one. And so people go for the easy, easy fix, to say it yes. in a way. So yes. what can make my life easier? I just uh, grab my phone and, and order something uh, to, to as a takeaway or that they bring it to me uh, even home. So I have to, do, to move less. Mm -hmm. uh, I get it ready and it's fine from time to time uh, or going to the restaurant. But if you do this day in, day out, I mean, uh, at one point you're, it's not working. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to cover to that next question is the quick fix diets, like the, the fast one, the fast, fast takeaway food. What can you say about that? Like, um, I've known a lot of people uh, that taking a lot of uh, quick fix uh, supplements or quick fits, uh, fit fix uh, diet pills or quick fix uh, healthy juices mm -hmm. uh, what can you say about that that's that really sustainable to have or does that really going to help the the, the well-being and the, the physical of the person or is there something else that uh, as human being i mean for example i'm your i'm your client and i have this challenge what can you what can you tell me and understand the quick fix diets and what we should understand that there's more beyond quick fix diets. Yes. So, I mean, obviously it's a subject we could talk uh, hours about it, but I would first say I'm, uh, I'm against all diets. So when I think about diet, uh, it's more like a sustainable way of living mm -hmm. uh, and lifestyle rather than what you eat. Mm -hmm. Obviously, what you eat is also considered a diet, but the quick fix diets to lose weight, for example, even if you follow it through uh, as indicated, you probably will lose weight, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's restrictive. So the problem is you, you don't give your body what it needs. And once you mm -hmm. stop, first of all, if it's restricted, you say, oh, now I can eat again. So you probably yes. eat even more or worse mm. than before because you, you mm. have these cravings. And mm -hmm. uh, so th that's one of the problems. And you gain your weight back and oftentimes even more because if you are on a very restrictive diet, your metabolism slows down mm -hmm. and puts himself uh, into, uh, I would say, like uh, restriction mode. Mm -hmm. and so this tiniest thing you eat 
your body will keep it uh, in reserve. And so once you eat again, normally, or even a little bit more than before, your meta metabolism won't go up again where it was before. This is the yeah. first thing. And he will still be in this reserve mode. Everything I get because I don't have enough, I have to keep it. Mm -hmm. So this is already why I think uh, diets don't work uh, and also not good for the health. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can uh, have supplements or juices or whatever you want. It's a quick fix, but think about quick fix uh, in the time span, it won't last. Mm -hmm. So actually, why, why put yourself through a period of time, be it three days, one week, one month or whatever, uh and not feeling well okay you will probably lose some weight but mm -hmm. after that you will gain it back again mm, so yes. and oftentimes people are due to the restriction uh, are having like mood swings they can't eat anything it's yes. like uh if i tell you now uh, don't think of the chocolate you can't eat obviously the first thing you think i will chocolate. find chocolate yes so, <laughs> And uh, I, I think that it, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, when I said before, going back to basics, you have to think about your body like a, a factory. It's a chemical factory which needs ingredients, which are the nutrients, to function well. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, for men will uh, uh, probably will understand it uh, even better. If you have a car, you have to put not only uh, gas oil in, but you have to put also oil and you have to check the water pressure the the air pressure and 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 so your car needs all the ingredients to so that you can use it without yes. problem and your body it's the same so if you don't give your body the nutrients it needs uh, it will crave these nutrients and then the problem is uh, if you don't have the vitamins minerals and so on you can feed yourself with uh, 2,000 calories of uh, cookies, for example, and you will still be hungry. Yes. Because you don't give your body the nutrients and your body is really uh, craving the nutrients to function well. And it will tell you, give me something to eat. But what he wants to tell you is, give me the nutrients I need to function. So back to basic, it's really giving your body what it needs. And if you have a, a healthy diet, which is uh, also one of the things oftentimes people forget. It's mainly based on fruits and vegetables, yes. so produce. So if you take one plate and half of your plate is made up of uh, veggies, and then mm. you have 25% carbs and 25% protein, which doesn't have to be animal protein. It can yes. also be plant-based protein. Yes. Uh, you give your body what it needs. Mm -hmm. so keeping in mind just these uh, proportions, it's already the, already the first step. And uh, if you think you go to a restaurant and you order something, the main ingredient on your plate is protein, mm -hmm. then next to it, some carbs. And depending on where you go, uh, to which restaurant you go, you have some veggies. Yes. And oftentimes it's just like... Uh, to look good on your plate but <laughs> it's not enough it's not enough so how do you want to your body i mean from time to time it's fine yes uh, day in day out your your body won't won't stand with uh, with that so uh, just uh sticking on this question on the quick fix diets because we can see this products everywhere and uh, a lot of people actually 
becoming so eager to purchase this. I'm not sure whether you have encountered like client of yours whereby they used to take a quick fix diet. And how do you, I mean, I'm sure that that person, if you have encountered that client, she's already, or he's already committed to make changes because she doesn't, she or he doesn't, didn't see the, the, the big changes that he wants or she wants in a more sustainable uh, lifestyle. So how did you transition that belief and also taking to, to the action that quick fix is not going to help you, but because a lot of people will say, oh, you're living a healthier lifestyle and you're living like a boring food, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> this, is, this is also, you know, people think like uh, eating healthy, it's like uh, just eating salad. No, no, absolutely not. And uh, there, there are so many different uh, veggies and fruits and uh, all foods actually that you can can do delicious dishes with. Yes, and agree. It's also and even in fifteen minutes, fifteen or twenty minutes. So it's not actually not quicker, uh, not, not slower. It doesn't take necessarily more time to prepare a healthy meal than to go for to put a pizza in the oven, for example, or some something already made uh, in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe you gain five minutes, but mm-hmm. does it really taste as well? I'm I'm pretty sure it doesn't. So um, yeah, I had I had the, this already with some clients, and the thing is, it's first of all they need to understand why it doesn't function. So uh, explaining exactly what their body needs, this is the first step. The second step is I'm not uh, I'm not giving diets like or a meal plan you have to follow by by the letter and say okay today you can eat this tomorrow that and then the next day. Interesting. Because it, and I, I will tell you why. I, I'm always talking about bio individuality. So mm-hmm. everyone is different and unique, which is really awesome. So what fits and what functions for one person won't necessarily function for another one. Agree, agree. So maybe my way of eating won't be perfect for you or the other way yes. around. Yes. Another, uh, another thing I always say, for example, don't ask an Italian to stop eating pizza or pasta or oh stop drinking God. coffee. Or, and we have all these regional cultural meals we eat. Don't ask a person to just don't eat it anymore because then you come again into this restrictive mode. And okay, they may be, do it, they may be able to do it one week or a certain, certain time, but at one time they will say, I'm I'm fed up with what I'm eating. I want to eat my pasta or I want to eat whatever they used to eat. So uh, it's rather, uh, again, switching the proportions on your plate. And uh, as I always say, the, for me, there is a, what I call the 90-10 rule. Uh, if 90% of the time you eat healthy, 10% of the time you can indulge. And yes. it can also be 80-20. It depends. Again, we are all unique. So what works for you? And uh, when you indulge and eat something you love, you necessarily have to really uh, indulge in it and not feel guilty. Because if you feel guilty, unconsciously, you will have your stress hormones going up. So this doesn't help neither because then your metabolism will work in, in a different way, you know? So it's really enjoying. And I think that most people don't enjoy. 
it's also uh, again back to the time we are in now everything has to go quick uh, people don't take even the time to sit at a table and eat and have a nice conversation with family yes. or friends oh God. yes 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 so they actually eat, uh, oftentimes uh, they eat at, uh, at lunchtime in front of their computer while they are working. So they don't allow the, the, their subconscious and, and their brain to realize that they're actually eating. And so yeah. they just eat like this unconsciously and don't even realize that maybe they ate too much. That's mm -hmm. another point. Ah, oh, interesting. So... Can you, can you elaborate that further in a sense that, because I think there are a lot of people nowadays that will, especially working from home, right? Uh, this, that they just put their foot in front of their PC while working. And then yes. as when you mentioned, you never noticed that you're actually eating so much. Does that also uh, influence or affecting our, our body and our, our health? Yes. Yes, of course. And I mean, now working from home, people move less than before. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, because even if it's just uh, when we are in an office, you go from one office to another office, you go out at lunchtime, you move around much more to see the colleagues. At home, you sit down in the morning in front of your PC and most people they just sit there all day, mm -hmm. just uh, getting up to have something to eat. And then again, eating in front of the PC and uh, so you move less, uh, you're not disconnecting. And another thing is uh, you don't make a, a transition between I'm working, I'm eating. Yes, yes, yes. So one of the things I always say, before each meal, you just sit down and breathe deeply, be it one time, two times, three times, 10 times, whatever feels right for you, again. One person is not another one. Maybe you you breathe deeply two times and you have enough. Another okay. one would do it yeah. ten times. But this allows to to disconnect from what you were working before. Agree. Uh, your stress hormones go down because this is really something. It's like a on off button of your stress mm -hmm. hormones. Mm -hmm. Just breathing deeply, and then you eat, and your digestion will be much better as well. So I would suggest, even if you don't have much time, you need to take make a pause. So make the pause and go sit at a dining table, a kitchen table, wherever, and eat there. Listen to some nice music in the meantime, if you're alone, uh, or have your meal with your family. Or if you have friends living nearby, get together at lunchtime to eat. Mm -hmm. so this is always possible. Yes, yes, agree. Actually, uh, you know, um, my husband is, actually, of course, working from home, but we have this uh, routine that when I prepared and uh, ready the, the, the lunch, we always go to the dining room. And so he would yes. have a pause for his work, the same as for, for myself. But I do, I do understand and what you're saying that, you know, sometimes back then when I was working in the office in a corporate job, I know that I I feel guilty on that, but uh, now I really like uh, mindful and really giving myself a pause, and uh, it does really help, and it also um, give your your mood transition. Yes, like when you get out of that office or on that 
office mode and then you went to the dining room and then you will have a conversation with your wife or with your kids quickly, then your, your attention will be a little bit different. Awesome. So I think that's a great, great uh, information for a lot of viewers right now that it's really important that uh, we spend our time for meal outside our our working working hour and we we have to like ideally to get out of our working area (laughs) so we don't feel like okay i have to eat fast awesome thank you the next question so Before before you you go further i would also ask add that you know the fact that you get up move from one space uh-huh. to another and make a pause for, for eating or for having a coffee or a tea or whatever. Most people think I can't stop because I lose time and I have so much to do. But actually, okay. when you make a pause mm-hmm. and you go back to what you were doing before, you are recharged, you have a clearer mind and you actually work quicker than before mm. so so you're back into this much quicker than before with much more energy and this really allows you to to do your work much better than before then instead of uh, having your lunch in front of your pc yeah yeah totally i i think i always say this to my family that you know health is your wealth yes uh, and i i i 100 or more than that i agreeing on that and this is why i put my health as a priority and I make sure that like what you mentioned and I still indulge of course uh, but one thing that I can share with you back then I love to to eat fried chicken Mm -hmm. so you know when your moment is coming that period of the month is coming so you have all of these cravings Yes. And I was craving for this fried chicken it's been a long time and then we went to this uh I could consider fast food, Popeyes. When I order that, and when I have the first three, four bites, you know, one interesting happened is that I don't feel the same way. Like, it doesn't taste good anymore. It's because I've been very uh, living in a more healthier lifestyle for more than two, three years now. And I... I appreciate more the whole food, you know, even though that's that's meat, but then it's not properly prepared good for your body. Mm-hmm. And then I told myself like, oh, that's interesting. Like your body will tell you as well that when you have started to build that uh, more healthier lifestyle, yes, everything that you used to have will start to change as well because now my snacks, like compared to before would be more chips but now it's like nuts <laughs> but you know uh, your taste buds will change over time mm-hmm. the more healthy you eat the more healthy food you will crave uh, that's for sure and I, I, it's also when you eat crap let's say crap junk food or, or food which doesn't really have nutrients uh, fast food and so on uh, you don't realize how bad it tastes and, until you eat really good food. It's true. And, you know, because I, 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 I'm very grateful that I love to cook. <laughs> so, and, and of course, cooking healthier uh, meals. And I started to appreciate more my home cooking <laughs> yes. than going outside. Honestly, like here in Spain, 
of course, I would set aside the the the, the paella to yes. be with re- in the restaurant because it's not easy. And then no, it's really not easy to prepare. <laughs> I know this. But, yeah, but like other than that, uh, we, my husband and I were having this conversation that. Um, you know, it's so tough now to to enjoy uh, having meal in the restaurant, not because we don't want it, but it's just because, um, thankfully, I, I love to cook and my my food also tasty uh, on top of healthier. So it's kind of giving us the, the weekend sort of cheat days, but it, it kind of turned into only Sunday that we really go out for a restaurant because I don't know, like, but I know it's difficult for most of uh, most of people because I my family is like that. That you know, they're always um, telling me that oh I, I cannot live without rice. Oh, it's so good to to have this kind of food. And I told them that I started the same way, but my health is very important and health is wealth. Um, on that particular situation uh, I'm not sure whether have you encountered people that cannot live without rice because in Asia <laughs> yeah I know this but this is again this is something uh, which I told you before don't ask an Italian to stop eating pasta mm-hmm. and I would say don't ask an Asian not to eat rice anymore and it doesn't have to be it's just a question of proportions so uh, if half of your your meal is uh, veggies and, and mm-hmm. some fruits, and then you have uh, 25% of, of carbs, which could be rice, and 25% of proteins, whatever meal, plant-based, then, I mean, it's it's a, a question of, ra- of ratio uh, and proportions. Yeah. So it's not about giving up rice yes, or giving yes. up pasta, not yes. at all. It's really just changing the proportions on your plate and what I always say is use ingredients with, which doesn't come with a code bar. So fruits, veggies, the, the really the, the basic food. food. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not processed food. And uh, when people say, yeah, but it doesn't taste, of course it tastes because you can use all the spices. I mean, yeah, um, oh my God. Speaking this is of that, forget uh, always. Yeah, I, 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 um, I mean, I, can, I mean, in in all my honesty, when when I was younger, I used to put this uh, seasonings, you know, the instant seasoning with a lot of MSG. But then when I started to become more conscious, then I, I try to to encourage my family. But of course, again, it goes back to the the culture. Yes, um, since you mentioned that. What is your kind of uh, advice for for people that having this limiting thoughts or belief that there's no way that we can have tasty food without instant seasonings or just salt and pepper? I would say I would say be creative, mm-hmm. make a, a, a recipe, and uh, don't use the, your normal seasoning like MSG and so on, mm-hmm. and really uh, try things out. Let's put all the seasonings that you want or follow our recipes to, to know which, which ingredients work best together and taste mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and do it more than once. Yeah. Because oftentimes people say, yeah, but I'm not used to it. So make it from time to time. And at one point you will, you, you will really realize that actually it tastes really great. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, last Saturday, it's a, it's a, it's a, 
real fact that I just, we had um, chicken casserole and mm -hmm. I didn't put anything. It's just the spices and the oil and then the plant-based milk. And I was honestly, I was surprised how tasty it was because, yeah. you know, normally you would think that that kind of taste would have additional seasonings. And uh, I was telling my husband, wow, this is surprising. And of course that adds more that uh, now it's so difficult to go to the restaurant because you can make your own way. But I, I, I totally agree with you. It's just that a lot of people, I guess nowadays having a difficult time to make an effort. But you know, there is also another factor. And when you think of processed food, uh, ready-made food, oftentimes you have a lot of salt Yes, uh, and maybe some other seasoning, ready, ready seasoning. Why? Because they need to give some sort of flavor. Mm -hmm. Because if you take all the seasoning off, actually, it's maybe even disgusting. But at least it doesn't taste well. And when you take really raw ingredients, yes, you don't need to cover them by by something so that you don't that you don't taste it. You know? Yeah. One of the examples will be like uh, uh, green and red pepper, tomatoes. This uh, also like, um, oh, I always forget. You know, calabacin, right? Since you speak. Uh, it's zucchini. Zucchini, oh my God. So like uh, all of this, like it really tastes yes. great. Tasty once you cook it. And, uh, and another, yeah. another thing is just if you can use fresh herbs, that's even even better because then you have really all the flavor. I mean, it's uh, you can't compare it. Yes, this is why most of the times before when um, my uh, my previous Instagram account, I used to post like my my home meal food, mm -hmm. and uh, obviously I get used to without eating rice, and this is why a lot of my family members won't follow me the same but I always tell them that you don't have to just you know cut cut and cut and more veggies and um but a lot of people will find it like your food is looking so boring I'm like no it's not boring it's 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 something that we love to eat you know sometimes people would have this uh, thought that just because it's it's it looks repetitive that it actually tastes boring but in fact it, it's not no because you can you can change you can even make a variation around one same plate and just by changing the seasoning have uh, i don't know how many different plates different meals so it's uh, and the other thing is also we all we are we're used to see all this nice food uh, photographies on social media in the advertisement yeah. but actually uh, when you cook home obviously the red is maybe not so red the green is not so green <laughs> depending on, on on what you prepare but uh, there is a, a difference between the visual which may look very good but not necessarily taste good if it's like fast food and so on and what you prepare on your own which really tastes great even if you don't have uh, these visuals you can see everywhere yeah what can you say about those people that will tell you that but i don't know how to cook i don't even have the passion to cook 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, you have nowadays you can find cookbooks where you just see the a picture of each ingredient, like five ingredients, and then it's really three lines. So giving you now first you do this, then you do that, and then you do that. And I'm pretty sure everyone who can use uh, uh, a TV, the, the, the remote control, the remote control can also follow a recipe. So it's not complicated. Cooking actually is not difficult. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have recipes which are easier to do than, than, than others. Yes, yes, but yes. the basics uh, recipes are really easy to do. You just have to follow what is written step by step. Mm -hmm. So uh, try to, to, to find one, one of these books where you see uh, pictures of the ingredients, I think mm -hmm. like uh, cooking for dummies or I don't know, there are a lot of depending on the country and the, lang uh, and yeah. the language it is. And it's really, e really easy to, to, you open the book and you see already, okay, I need this, three lines and my, my dinner or my lunch is ready. And, and the easy recipes, it's really like, 10, 15, 20 minutes max. Maybe you can add, depending on what you're preparing, uh, 10, 15 minutes additionally, but this is when it's cooking. So you don't have to, to be next to it and wait, like I'm losing time. You can do something else in between. You can prepare, uh, dress the, a nice table, whatever. There you go. So anyone who are giving the, 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 the reason of not preparing food at home or just even cooking, so we can, and I, I truly agreeing on that because even 15 minutes of a meal you can prepare at home, it will yes. be tasty and also will be filling to your body. So yeah. awesome. I, would, I have even a, a tip for the, the lazy ones. So uh, a lot of <laughs> veggies, obviously, one of, one of the things uh, cooking implies it's preparing, you know, cutting and so mm -hmm. on. And if you don't like this, you can find uh, frozen veggies already cut and you just, so you don't have anything to do. And uh, even if they don't seem like being fresh because they're frozen, oftentimes they're even fresher than the produce you find in the supermarket because when, when they, they pick it from, from the trees or from the ground, when they harvest it, it's frozen directly. So it's prepared directly, frozen directly, so really fresh. And this is also a good way to still always have something at home. So you don't have the excuse, I have nothing to, to cook. Interesting. There you go. Additional tip for people out there that are giving excuse of not able to, to cook. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So my, my next question to you, as for everyone else to understand, like you mentioned earlier, that you don't normally provide uh, meals or diets to your clients so we want to get to know more of your daily three daily health and wellness habits that maybe some of us will will try it at home and then will really help us to improve our our wellness and, and, and health okay so I would say that the day starts the night before and by that I mean uh, your sleep mm -hmm. it's really important to sleep enough uh, which compared to 50 years or 100 years ago is really a huge problem nowadays. Mm -hmm. People don't sleep enough. They sleep six hours at mm -hmm. best, sometimes even less. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has a direct impact not only on your health, but also on your cravings the next day. Mm 
Yes. So uh, when you hear uh, the ideal would be to sleep between seven and eight hours, mm-hmm. actually it's based on the fact that one sleep cycle uh, lasts uh, 90 minutes. So one and a half hours. Mm-hmm. It can be one hour, 20 minutes, one hour, 40 minutes, depending on the person. Again, everyone is unique. But seven and a half, it's five cycles. So this is actually why everywhere you can read uh, or hear that the ideal time to sleep is between seven and eight hours. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. If you know that you have to get up at six Mm o'clock and if you go to bed at midnight, obviously you you, you will miss one cycle. Yes. And a lot of people think, okay, but that's not a problem. Over the weekend, I can sleep uh, over, I can sleep longer, and then I I gain back what I missed before. Well, actually, not. One mm-hmm. night where 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 you had where you missed whatever amount of time of sleep is missed. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can't fill it back by sleeping longer over the weekend. Yeah. This doesn't work. So this is the first thing. And for me, uh, which working from home obviously made it uh, much easier. And I think that those still working from home should really think about this. Um, Go to bed knowing, for example, if you have to get up at uh, at six, Mm -hmm. or let's say you have to get up at seven, try going to bed at 10 or 11 at the latest. Mm-hmm. And don't put your alarm or put your alarm at the latest when it's really the latest time you have to be up. And you will see that maybe not the first night, but uh, after a couple of nights, you will wake up before your alarm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the best time to get up directly because oftentimes when you are sleep deprived, the, the next thing is to snooze in the morning, like nine minutes more, nine minutes more, nine <laughs> minutes more. And actually when you really need to get up, you feel tired, more tired than if you would have, uh, if you would have uh, respected your cycle. So when I go to bed, I always have my alarm. You never know, just uh, in case of, but I always uh, get up earlier because I really respect my sleep cycle. So I sleep around seven and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm awake, I get up directly. Yes, yes. So you have much more energy. You feel really the boost in the morning, the energy in the morning uh, compared to when you snooze your alarm clock, I don't know how many times. So this would be really the first thing. The second thing is breathing. So. Mm. People think like, and I had this feedback from a lot of clients, like I I found this strange at the beginning when you told me this, but actually really this made a huge difference. And we don't think about it because we are doing this unconsciously, but Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes when we are stressed, when we are really busy, we don't uh, breathe deeply. (laughs) So one of the things I said already before, breathing before each meal, uh, but I like to start my day breathing deeply. First thing, then before each meal. And then each time you have a moment during the day, maybe a little bit stressed, or maybe too much work, just take it. You can even do it when you're in a meeting. It's just breathing deeply. One, two, three, ten times, whatever, whatever fit feels well to you. So this would be the second one. And then the third one, you need to drink enough. Mm. So this is also oftentimes we eat 
because we think we are hungry, but actually we crave water. Wow, interesting. Yes. And if you don't drink enough, uh, even if you are just 2 to 3% dehydrated, uh, your energy levels go down. And when your energy levels go down, the same way if you don't sleep enough, uh, the next day, what your, your body reacts to this, like, I need quick energy. Because I need a boost. I need a boost. I need quick energy. And this is why oftentimes, most of the time, people go for sugary, sweet, because mm. it's it's a, an energy kick, an energy boost. Right. But it's like your blood sugar levels go like up like this and then crash, which means that half an hour or one hour, depending on what you eat later, you're craving again. And it's not necessarily because you're hungry. It's or you, because you're tired or because you didn't drink enough. And so most people should really uh, have a look at how many uh, glasses of water or herbal tea they drink during the day. And uh, not included are coffee and alcohol because this is dehydrating. So normally if you drink one cup of coffee, don't count this as a one cup of water. No, drink one cup of water next to it. What about the juices, like the fresh squeezed juice? Can you consider as uh, part of the water? Yes, if you have a soup, it's also water. So again, uh, and, and this goes hand in hand. If you eat a lot of processed food, the, the water, the ingredients of your meals won't have so much water. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you cook healthy meals with a lot of fruits and veggies, uh there's already much more water in it so actually you won't need to to drink so much water <laughs> obviously it depends on your energy if you go for a run for one hour you will need uh, to restore your your water levels of the body yeah but uh, if you drink if you have a soup if you drink a juice uh obviously this is liquid Interesting. okay i'm just going to break down the three three daily habits that you've shared yes. So first thing is having a, a seven to eight hours of sleep and then the breathing. And then the last one will be drinking water. So yes. I'm going to give you scenarios whereby people will always give you reasons. Um, wake up in the morning. Do you have like uh, something to give them a tip or, or advice on how they can just stop the snoozing? Like uh, I've read this from Mel Robbins. Uh, she gave this tip that count five seconds. Yes. Count five seconds uh, and then just, just stand up. Uh, do you have that kind of tip as well that how it works for a lot of people? Because honestly, for me, I still have this challenge uh, once in a while that once I, I usually have 6 a.m. Uh, alarm, mm -hmm. uh, I will give myself five minutes maximum maybe 10 <laughs> but, but then i will still be able to get up to be honest <laughs> so but this is this is just a habit i mean when i was younger i snoozed my my alarm i don't know how many times so <laughs> I, I know the problem so think about what do you want to do today or tomorrow what do you want to do tomorrow do you are you looking for forward to what's on uh, what you will do on your day Yes, because this is also a mindset question. Yes. So obviously I would start over the weekend, but one of the most important things is to have more or less the same schedule during the week and during the weekend. And this is why most people fail because during the week, 
they go, they have to get up early during the weekend. They stay even later up in the evening and they sleep longer. So your rhythm, your natural rhythm doesn't know how to function well because it's like this all the time. Okay, you have like, like, like this, you know, from Monday to Friday, it's one way, Saturday, Sunday, it's another way. So start first keeping uh, more, I don't, I don't say that there can be a difference of one hour, that's not the point. But if you, during the week, you sleep six, six hours and over the weekend you sleep nine hours, your body doesn't know how to react. So I would say, keep a normal rhythm start over the weekend and when you wake up so weekend don't put your alarm clock and when you wake up get up because this snoozing over the weekend you don't put your alarm clock and then when you wake up you get up that's true <laughs> <laughs> so it's really a habit so going to bed earlier uh, and if you, for example, it depends on, on, on everyone's routine, obviously, but uh, thinking about, for example, a mother who has to prepare uh, the star, uh, all yeah, the things for her true. kids to go to school. Why don't you, while the dinner is cooking in these 10, 15 minutes, you, you need to wait, prepare already what they need for or what you can already prepare today. So it's up, it's ready for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So you can use these little time buffers to, to, to gain time tomorrow morning and go to bed earlier. Okay. Good to know. Or try to see if you can organize yourself better over the weekend so that during the week it's lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it just takes time if, 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 uh, because I believe that they said it will take 66 days to, to build a good habit. Do you believe that? It depends on a lot of factors, you know. It went from three weeks or 21 days to 66 days. Uh, it depends on what, what type of habit. It depends on do you change a bad habit with a good one or do you just add a good one? Okay. Uh, do you link it to something you're already doing? For example, if you link to a, a new habit to an existing one, it's much quicker. And then there is also the motivation behind why are you doing this or why do you want to change this? Yes. Just because you have to or because you really want to do it. So this is, these are also questions to ask yourself. Correct, correct. It, it, it has something within yourself. I, yes. I have this uh, piece. I, one of the persons that I have spoken with, I she used to, I mean, she's waking up so early and I, and I told her that sometimes she will tell me that I'm having a hard time to wake up the same time. And I told her, why don't you just remind yourself why you want to wake up in the first thing in the morning every day. So that's sort of your motivation. And that's, that's actually my mantra every day. Like, why do you wake up every morning? Why do you want to wake, get up, get up? And, and that really helps me. So, uh, yeah, I think it's all about uh, experimenting, <laughs> working things out, what works for individual, because it's always different. Yes, I mean, I, I, can, I can go more into the details if I know uh, how <laughs> your life is in details. And then I could say, why don't you do this rather than that? Yeah, but yeah. As a general way of speaking, I mean, everyone has to ask uh, the question, why, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to change this? And how can I do it the easy way? Because it's not a question of willpower and it doesn't have to be hard, really. 
but knowing why you want to do something already gives you the first hint. Yes, yes, agree. Second thing, the breathing. Yeah. So we have different style of breathing. Um, like you, you inhale and then exhale, like inhaling for five seconds or so, and then exhale. Is so there I any style on that? There are so many different ways of breathing, and I wouldn't go into the details right now. Uh, in the beginning, you have to remind yourself, mm -hmm. especially if you don't think about breathing deeply. So put yourself a post-it, a note on your mirror in the morning, uh, next to your PC uh, screen uh, for work, and maybe some other places which remind you to breathe. Obviously, after a certain time, we don't see it anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's good to, from time to time, change the note if you need. Hmm. And it's just breathing deeply so that it feels good for you. I mean, if I'm used to breathe deeply with the yoga, one breath of mine maybe are two or three breaths of, of, your, mm -hmm. of yours. So you can't say count until, I mean, you maybe count until five and I count maybe until 20 to say something, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It, it really has, it's, Again, it's personal, uh, everyone is different. So right. breathe deeply so that it feels good for you. If you breathe deeply one time and you have enough, it's great. Don't force yourself because if you force yourself, then it doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Correct, correct, yes. It's, it's a more about realization that I have to yes. do this because I want to. Exactly. And so it's, it's kind of the same thing with, with our drinking water. So whatever works for everyone, that will give them the, the reminder. So if you you're, yes. So if you're on the road, think about this. Prepare your bottle of water or whatever in the morning so that you can grab it when you go. Mm -hmm. If you're next to your desk, have a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for drinking also which also helps not to be uh, in front of the computer all day long uh, every hour more or less get up go to the kitchen fill your glass of water uh, breathe deeply or prepare a, a cup of tea whatever mm -hmm. and then you go back after a couple of minutes two minutes one two three minutes five minutes and you will see you will feel recharged you will hydrate your body. So, and if you do this only during the working time, you will see that your two liters of water or eight, eight glasses of water, you will have them uh, without even realizing. Yeah, well, there you go. The three powerful health habits and wellness habits from Catherine. I'm sure for a lot of people, it may take a little bit effort, but I'm sure that it will give a lot of um, a good... Uh, good feeling inside outside and uh, everyone should should try that uh, three habits that uh, Catherine just mentioned so my favorite question and every every guest that I have interviewed I always ask this because it always fascinates me you know what makes people feeling positive mm -hmm. so I want to to know how do you keep yourself optimistic I think, first of all, I'm an optimistic person, maybe much more <laughs> than, than other people. And obviously, it doesn't mean that uh, my life is day in, day out, 100% uh, positive. Sometimes you have things popping up, life happens. Yes. And 
whenever there is a problem or something which could be seen as a problem, my first thought is, in the worst case, what could happen? <laughs> then really think about it clearly into the details. In the worst case, how is the picture? And then next step, if this is the worst case, what would be the solution? And so if you know what to do if the worst case happens, then you, you're fine. You have the solution. So if, it, if this happens, you know already how to act or react or, or, or what you need to do. And then push this aside, throw it away. Mm -hmm. Don't think about it anymore. And just focus on, in the best case scenario, what, what's happening. Hmm. So I have a question, uh, follow-up question on that. Um, I don't know if you would agree, but we have a lot of people right now having uh, on the depression and yes. anxiety situation. And, you know, talking to friends for a couple of hours will help. Then after you, you have off that conversation, you have this limiting beliefs or negative talk to yourself again. And all of those optimistic feelings suddenly disappeared. Do you have that kind of like advice on, on how these people, because obviously this uh, we cannot really depend on to person, right? For, for yes. 24 hours. But how can this kind of type of person in this situation can really work on themselves to have that optimistic or uh, optimism feeling so they can move forward every day? So I would say one of the things we have to be clear on uh, our environment, which means uh, when I talk about people like family, friends, colleagues, uh, think about who boosts you, who brings you energy. You have people in your life who are always uplifting you mm -hmm. and you have people who are more negative and draining your own energy. So if you don't feel really well, go rather to those people who are able to uplift you and uplift your mood and, and give you a boost of energy rather than people who are always complaining who even if there is nothing to complain because this is already something which have a, has a direct impact not only in the moment but also afterwards yes uh, think about what you're watching so you're you're, you're feeding your your mind what do you watch? What do you read? What do you listen to? And even if we don't think about this, it has a big impact. So if you're stressed with the current situation and you watch uh, only news 24-7, obviously this won't bring your energy and, and mood levels up rather down. So uh, watch rather a, a comedy on TV or... or at the cinema, well, cinema, depending where, where you are. <laughs> yes. So we, we talk about TV. No, but watch a comedy, listen to a, a fun podcast, or even look look to uh, cute cats uh, videos on YouTube or whatever, whatever brings you joy. So think about what is bringing me joy. And then it, it's really about focusing on the positive things, because obviously there are always things which happen and, and there are two sides. So there is some positive and maybe there is too much more negative. Yes. Well, try to, try to be a detective. In this situation, 
isn't there at least one positive thing yes. I can find? And then be grateful. Yeah. Be grateful about what you have in your life, what is going well today, uh, about the people you have in your life. All the things you can be grateful for, if you do this exercise every day, will, will automatically boost your mood. And then the, and the last thing is also what you eat. Because they oh, yes. Are really, yes, they are really... There is really food which boosts your mood. So food also can have a direct impact on how you feel. Awesome. That's a very, very uh, insightful and also very helpful, uh, not tips, but really like to, to trend, uh, shift our mood into a more optimistic side because I believe that we have so many people out there that really suffering on this position and um, even you know even like providing what you're grateful for somehow yes. it's becoming a difficult for most of the people and uh, yeah so everyone you know grateful about things remind yourself <laughs> that you know every time that we wake up and we are breathing we have life to live on this day <laughs> That's already something that we, we are grateful for and interesting. You, know, you, you, you can also just be grateful because uh, someone smiled at you. A smile you can be grateful for. A nice flower which is uh, coming out, you can be grateful for that. Uh, the sunshine today. Uh, yeah, your to plant is alive. <laughs> it's, it's this, it doesn't have to be something huge. It can be like tiny little yes. things, you know? Yes. I think there are a lot of people now that really small things, they sort of ignore it. Yes. Uh, it's, it's so difficult for two of us not to think of positive things because we're very optimistic. Uh, but we both encountered clients or friends or family members or colleagues that really having a hard time to shift the thoughts into more positive ones so i hope that everyone listening right now and watching right now that if you're in a position that really you think that there's nothing good things you know to be grateful or to be thankful for there are so many things that we can write down even the smallest things and we will find that slowly that oh yeah <laughs> right there's so many things to be grateful for Yes, and I mean, it, it's, you know, you, you don't, if, if you have difficulties starting with this exercise, uh, don't think about today, think about your life, think about a period in your life where everything was fine. Mm -hmm. And even if you just can find one thing, you don't need necessarily to have three things or whatever number of things, just start. I mean, be open, be open-minded and just start writing uh, what, if you write, it will have more effect than if you think it only. And write down every day what you're grateful for. Yes. And over time, and studies have shown that over time, it has a huge impact on how you feel. I agree. Uh, I actually, all, I mean, I'm doing journaling. So that's another part that I believe that it keeps me always optimistic, despite the challenging uh, situation that we're facing every day. Uh, but Again, I've heard this with my friends and families that some of these things are really not working for them and it's, and it's totally fine, right? Because that's why, like what you said, just be open, you know, take yes. that first step and just experiment 
because every one of us really different and maybe different thing, maybe drawing or maybe painting will be make more uh, feeling great and uh, would, will take away that depression or anxiety. Yes. Yeah, agree. So I think, you know, within, with this uh, conversation, we covered a lot of very profound, very valuable information for all the people out there that not believing or maybe having that hesitation mm -hmm. that actually <laughs> food is part of how we create our mood as well overall. Yes. So, Absolutely. yes. So I, I believe that everyone learns so many things about understanding the mood, the health, the wellness by having this uh, listening to our episode. So for all those people, not only in Belgium, but also across the world that would like to get to know you, perhaps um, would like to have this kind of session. Uh, you have like, I don't know, it's an open question. Like, do you have free session for everyone that would like to, to understand, you know, because I've encountered this that a lot of people actually don't know what is coaching. Yes. So I have on my website, I have a let's talk a 20 minutes free chat. Uh, so you, you can uh, book on, on my website. Uh, you can send me an email. And uh, because obviously everyone is different. Yes. So maybe uh, what one person is searching, it's maybe totally different from what I'm doing. So it's not a fit for that. Uh, Maybe there is another reason where I think that maybe I can't help for whatever reason. Uh, but if it's just wanting to talk and, and uh, yeah, they can, uh, whenever they want, just go on my website and uh, get an appointment. So it's uh, www.catherinepaulet.com, is that right? Dot .coach. Oh, that coach. And yes. what about your social media for Instagram, maybe? So Instagram, I have, I'm not very busy for the moment because I'm, I, I'm uh, getting up a new project, which I can talk about uh, just after if you want. So uh, it's katrinepolet.coach on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, if you search me, you find me also on Twitter where I'm not so often depending. Uh, yeah, Facebook as well, just search. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Polly coach. Uh, but you have also all the links uh, on my website. Anyway, uh, this is one thing. Uh, the other thing I'm, I'm right now, uh, since last year, uh, in collaboration with a friend of mine who is a sustainability expert, yes. we launched uh, Healthy You, Healthy Planet, yes. which is uh, how you eat has not only a direct impact on your health, but also on the health of uh, the planet. Mm -hmm. And um, there it's healthyyouhealthyplanet.earth. Okay. And uh, if you want, I can give you all the, all the links so that people can uh, follow through if they're interested in. Yes, uh, I'm going to cover that on the blog side. Yes. And also everyone, if you do enjoy, I'm sure you do enjoy and have this valuable information on this video, make sure you follow uh, Catherine on her Instagram, also the Health You, Healthy Planet, uh, Healthy Earth. Is that right? Healthy you, no, Healthy You, Healthy Planet. Uh, healthy You, Healthy Planet. So yes. make sure to follow that one because uh, 
I'm also an advocate for uh, sustainability. So, I mean, that's why we also connect. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there you go. Everyone uh, follow, follow Catherine uh, on her Instagram. And also if you want to, if you feel like it resonates you for something that you're looking for, don't hesitate to connect with, with Catherine on her website because you can tell from her that she, she, she will definitely try to support or help you or serve you in whatever position she can. And uh, because, you know, and uh, yeah. So is there anything that you would like to share uh, before we cut this conversation or? Maybe one question everyone can ask uh, when you're doing something, when you're not feeling right or whatever may happen in your life. Sometimes it's just good to pause and be aware, being aware of how your body feels, being aware of how you feel uh, regarding a certain situation uh, and just listening to what's happening around and to yourself and to your thoughts. Uh, oftentimes this brings us much farther and uh, also a second thing not only listening uh, to your body but also listen to how you speak to yourself this is something I we always have to remind so if I can just say this instead of telling yourself every now and then or more often than, than, than it should be I have to do this I should do that uh, I need to just switch this and start with what if? What if I did this? What if I did that? And this only little change brings your energy on a totally different level. Because when you say I have to, I need to, I must do, I should do, it's heavy and it really drains your energy. But if you start with what if? What if I did this? What if I did that? It's so much lighter. And this is already the, already the first step to do whatever you want. Awesome. Very powerful. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think, you know, that last message, a lot of people will, 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 will resonate with it. And, and we discussed it earlier with optimistic situation. So thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. And uh, for everyone out there, if you're listening, once again, don't forget to follow her on her Instagram and also check on her website and the other Instagram that she had, the Healthy You, Healthy Planet for sustainability that we all want to make an impact and make a difference and to, to contribute in a smaller way we can. So check it out. And also don't forget to stay on your track, stay on your game. If there's anything that we always come up together is here. I'm bringing you, uh, you know, inspiring stories from wonderful people with expertise, just like Catherine, to transform lives. So thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, don't forget to share this video so our website will grow organically. And uh, see you next time. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for okay. having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy that interview and I hope that you find it inspiring and motivating. Remember, stay optimistic and take action slowly but surely for your big dreams. Thank you once again and I'll see you on the next episode here at Empower Your Life.